0: Okay guys, I'm supposed to be on a whole ass break right now, but I feel like I needed to pop on here on the mic and address all of this mess. So Travis Scott, let's talk about it. So a couple of days ago, Astroworld, this concert event in Dallas, Texas, he put on this concert, him and uh, Drake. And before the concert even began, people were seen rushing the gate. They broke down the gate. It was trampling on people. Apparently there wasn't enough water. This is all before the event even started he definitely had to have caught some sort of wind about this but moving forward folks are passing out eight people died very tragic let me take that back eight people were pronounced dead there we have no idea how many people were pronounced dead at the hospital they only say eight because eight were pronounced dead there there could have been many many more then you got folks getting poked with random needles which which by the way they still don't know who it was if it was multiple people or even what they were injecting people with. Then you got this video of Travis Scott singing or chanting while folks were passing out. Medics not knowing CPR, it was just a mess. There was so much going on at this event and I'm sure more will come out soon, but let's address some other things first before we get into the whole Travis Scott situation because it goes so much deeper than what we're being told. And that is on purpose. Follow me here, Kyle Rittenhouse. Armed Illinois teenager who murdered two people and wounded another during unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin last summer, is on trial now. And the case is wrapping up soon. It won't be long before he gets to go home to his family, while his victims' families are still in grief. Remember how we were all surprised that Derek Shawden was actually convicted for the brutal murder of George Floyd? There's a reason for that. There's a reason why we there's a reason why we were all so damn shocked that this animal was actually sent to prison because those people are never held accountable for their fuckery. Let me tell you a little story. A few months after Emmett Till, a 15-year-old black boy was shot at point-blank range by a shotgun wielded by a thug in a group of white teenagers. The shooter served less than a year in jail while the other seven got probation. We're used to this. The conviction of Derek Chauvin was a song and dance to keep us from rioting again and even then. He wasn't even charged with murder in the first degree, which he should have been. Today, November 8th, 2021, the news outlets are saying that the prosecution should be resting within the next day or so. Let's put a pin in that. Moving on. 46th President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, has once again, this is twice now, postponed the release of secret government files pertaining to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. This time, because of delays caused by the coronavirus pandemic. Now, what does the Polaroid have anything to do with files being released? Your guess it's as good as mine. So now, the files will be released in two batches. One later this year, December 15th, and then the other one in late 2022. Y'all don't see nothing wrong with this. Y'all's bullshit meters aren't going the fuck off right now. I promise you this much. Half of the document, at least half of the document, will be redacted. So Biden is quoted saying that temporary continued postponement is necessary to protect against an identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, or the conduct of foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in immediate disclosure. Identifiable harm to military defense? Because y'all were so concerned with military defense when y'all pulled them out of Afghanistan the way that you did. Okay. So some of the files will be released again on December 15th. But why December 15th? They're waiting out of respect for Kennedy's assassination, which happened on November 22nd, 1963. 58 fucking years ago. Biden says... It is therefore critical to ensure that the United States government maximizes transparency except (laughs) when the strongest possible reasons counsel otherwise. Now, what on earth could those reasons be? Could it be these documents prove what we have all known for the last damn near 60 years? That the same government we're supposed to trust and place our lives in their hands killed the 35th president of the United States? Not to mention, everything in that bullshit-ass infrastructure bill ain't nothing new. Everything we needed in-home care, which would raise wages for workers who provide health care for older adults and people with disabilities who are predominantly women of color and among the lowest paid workers, that's out. (laughs) Funding for public housing, an area that would disproportionately benefit women and people of color and people with disabilities. And would also include investing in childcare centers and community colleges. Also modernizing public schools and upgrading federal hospitals and buildings. That's out. Did I mention police forms out? That's out. Innovation, including investing in U.S.-based manufacturing, funding research on climate change and energy, providing research grants to HBCUs. That's out. So what did we get? We got a power infrastructure bill, broadband to rural areas, water infrastructure. I guess Flint will be able to drink some water from the- faucet now roads bridges railways and public transit but only to areas that are big enough (sighs) even though everyone could benefit from all of those but no only to the places that are big enough road safety and reconnecting communities everything i just mentioned that is in the bill got cut by damn near half there's some more shit in there but nothing that we're in desperate need of and still no mention of reparations joe had y'all thinking he was really about to do something for us but he's up here falling asleep during climate change summit and refusing to do anything about the filibuster. But a pin in that too. Speaking of our ever so trusting government, kids can get the job now. The same shot that we have to get four times in just one year that we still know nothing about. Look, do what you want with your body. It's yours. You want to risk getting the COVID? Go on and get it. You don't want to take your chances with this unknown virus? Then go ahead and get the shot. I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do when it comes to your own body. That ain't got shit to do with me. Same with your kids. They're your kids. You as the parent have that right and I won't disagree with that. But the news of kids being able to get the ronavax is kind of being downplayed right now and shouldn't that be kind of a big fucking deal? As I've said, do whatever sits right in your heart. But I just find it funny how PrEP has been out since 2004 and wasn't FDA approved until 2012, 53 years after the first known HIV case. But they expect folks to just jump at the chance to push this vax on children as young as five years old? Okay, so what does Kyle Rittenhouse, secret government files, and baby Rona jabs have to do with Travis Scott? Well, have you ever heard of a false flag event? Or propaganda? How about divide and conquer? Okay, so let me put my professor hat on and take y'all to class for just a moment. A false flag operation is an act committed with the intent of disguising the actual source of responsibility and pinning the blame on another party. The term false flag originated in the 16th century as a purely figurative expression to mean a deliberate misrepresentation of someone's affiliation or motives. It was later used to describe a ruse in naval warfare whereby a vessel flew the flag of a neutral or enemy country in order to, hide its true identity. The tactic was originally used by pirates and privateers to deceive other ships into allowing them to move closer before attacking them. It was later deemed an acceptable practice during naval warfare according to the international maritime laws providing the attacking vessel displayed its true flag once the attack began. The term today extends to include countries that organize attacks on themselves and make the attacks appear to be by enemy nations or terrorists thus giving the nation that was supposedly attacked a pretext for domestic repression and foreign military aggression. Moving forward, propaganda is usually associated with war and leads most people to think back to 1914 during World War One. But this is not a new term. The battle for the human mind is older than recorded history. World War One just revamped it. In our modern day, the inventive genius of a man perfected a machinery of communication, which, whilst speeding up and extending the influence of information and ideas, gave the propagandists a quick and efficient system for the spread of their appeals. This technical equipment can be used in the interests of peace and international goodwill. Hitler and Mussolini preferred to seize upon this magnificent nervous system for selfish ends and inhumane purposes and thus enlarge the role of propaganda in today's world while the united nations were slow at first to use to use the speedy and efficient devices of communications for propaganda purposes they are now returning blow for blow moving on i promise i'm a the dots just just hear me out in 1712 on the bank of the james river in virginia A speech was given to an audience of slave masters on the subject of slave control within the colony. The speech was later turned into letters addressed to other monsters, claiming to have learned the secret to controlling black slaves by setting them against one another. That speech was given by an animal named William Lynch. That letter is called the Willie Lynch Letter. The speech reads as follows. Gentlemen, I greet you here on the bank of the James River in the year of our Lord 1712. First, I shall thank you, the gentlemen of the Colony of Virginia, for bringing me here. I am here to help you solve some of your problems with slaves. Your invitation reached me on my modest plantation in the West Indies, where I have experimented with some of the newest and still oldest methods of controlling slaves. Ancient Rome would envy us if my program were implemented. As our boat sailed south on the James River, named for our lustrous king, whose version of the Bible we cherish, I saw enough to know that your problem is not unique. While Rome used cords of woods and crosses for standing human bodies along its highways in great numbers, you are here using the tree and the rope On occasion, I caught whiff of a dead slave hanging from a tree a couple of miles back. You are not only losing, you are not only losing valuable stock by hangings, you are having uprisings. Slaves are running away. Your crops are sometimes left in the fields too long for maximum profit. You suffer occasional fires. Your animals are killed. Gentlemen, you know what your problems are. I do not need to elaborate. I am here to enumerate your problems. I am here to introduce to you a method of solving them. In my bag here, I have a foolproof method for controlling your black slaves. I guarantee every one of you that if installed correctly, it will control the slaves for at least 300 years. My method is simple. Any member of your family or your overseer can use it. I have outlined a number of differences among the slaves, and I've taken these differences and made them bigger. I use fear, distrust, and envy for control purposes. These methods have worked on my modest plantation in the West Indies, and it will work throughout the South. Take this simple little list of differences and think about them. On the top of my list is age, but it is only there because it starts with an A. The second is color or shade. There's intelligence, size, sex, size of the plantation, status on plantation, attitude of owners, whether the slave live in the valley, on hill east west north south have fine hair coarse hair or is tall or short now you have a list of differences i shall give you an outline of action but before that i shall assure you that distrust is stronger than trust and envy is stronger than adulation respect or admiration. The black slave, after receiving this indoctrination, shall carry on and will become self-refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Don't forget, you must pitch the old black male versus the young black male, and the young black male against the old black male. You must use the dark-skinned slaves versus the light-skinned slaves, and the light-skinned slaves versus the dark-skinned slaves. You must use the female versus the male, and the male versus the female. You must also have your white servants and overseers distrust all blacks. But it is necessary that your slaves trust and depend on us. They must love, respect, and trust only us. Gentlemen, these kits are your keys to control. Use them. Have your wives and children use them. Never miss an opportunity. If used intensely for one year, the slaves themselves will remain perpetually distrustful. Thank you, gentlemen. Do y'all see where I'm going with this? Old versus young. Lucy and Lil Nas X. Dark versus light. Colorism. But the most important of all, white servants and overseers distrusting all blacks, but slaves must trust and depend on their masters. There's all this talk about whether or not Travis Scott was involved in some sort of ritualistic sacrifice. And let me, before I go any further than that, It's really funny to me that anything that isn't of the Judeo-Christian faith is somehow satanic or voodoo or whatever. That's troublesome. But I digress. I just had to put that in there. And whereas he and everyone else there should be held accountable, I just find it perfect timing to distract us from the true fuckery that is afoot in our country. And BT dubs. If all of these folks are going to place all of the blame on Travis Scott for inciting buffoonery, when will the lawsuits come in for Donald Trump for the January 6th insurrection? But we're so damn busy fighting each other over these petty squabbles that we're too blind to see that this is all a part of the plan. It's all a part of it, Dave Chappelle, all of this. These nonsensical arguments amongst ourselves were placed carefully purposefully, intently to confuse and divide all of us. Now, why are they doing all of this? (laughs) Well, I don't want to take y'all into my MC Escher-esque mind here, but just know there is a reason for all of it. I understand that some conversations are worth having because they are important to have in order to understand and learn to respect one another. But please realize that understanding and respect is the ultimate goal here because there is no possible way for us to come together to fight the real monsters while at the same time fighting between ourselves. Y'all don't feel that storm of brewin It's happening. We're already in the thick of it. Now look, Travis Scott, transgender activists, all y'all need to calm the fuck down because I'm trying to rest <laughs> and plan... And make sure that I can give you a season three worthy of shares. So talk and listen, understand and support one another so that we can all band together and fight the good fight. That's it. Bye.